Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information all available on our fantastic app. It's the Tuesday edition of our big broadcast. Tuesday edition, as they say. I don't know why they're saying it, but they are indeed saying it, kids. We are going to go to PETA, who is going to be... Finding us here in a few moments on the old Skype Rooney. So uh, we are gonna go to him in just a few seconds and get him on the line with us. Pita is gonna join us here in just a few moments here on Skype Audio. We are gonna connect with Peter. And I think there's Peter. Good morning. Good morning, Good Peter. How are you, sir? It's uh, James Lowe from My Heart Radio. How are you today? I am just precious. Thank you for asking. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, um, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Uh, give us give us a brief introduction to yourself. Well, I've been a caregiver now for over thirty years, and um, I am. Um, uh, I married into it. I, I became a caregiver the old-fashioned way. I married into it. And I've been uh, taking care of my wife, Gracie, through a medical nightmare of more than at least 78 surgeries that I can count. Uh, both of her legs amputated, $10 million, 80-plus doctors, 80-plus um, doctors. And uh, she had a horrible car wreck 34 years ago last week. And wow. uh, I met her a couple of years afterwards. She'd had a couple, about 20 surgeries by the time I met her. And then it just kind of went, uh, she, she did well. She had moments where she would just really kind of rise above it, but then it would just, something would just keep coming back. And so we're still dealing with that reality um, and, and doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So uh, what, is, what is the lesson you want folks to learn from all this? Well, the lesson, the biggest lesson is healthy caregivers make better caregivers. We're so okay. busy trying to see to the needs of someone else's health. We're so busy trying to get somebody else to the doctor or get somebody else taking care of our help and their needs or make sure they eat a well-balanced meal or whatever that we don't take care of ourselves. But we don't know. And people have told me that over the years. Well, well Peter, make sure you take care of yourself. <laughs> so I'm like, well, thank you, Captain Obvious. You know, oh, wow, let me write that down. But, but we don't know what it looks like. And it's not just a thing where you just get a good night's rest or uh, get a good night's sleep or anything like that. It's What it is is it's a comprehensive approach towards you understanding that you're the one person standing between this loved one and even worse disaster. We've got a great guest with us today. Peter Rosenberger is with us today. He's the author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver, Encouraging Words to Strengthen Your Spirit. Now, why did you decide to write this incredible book? 
Well, I was, <laughs> you're going to laugh, and it's embarrassing. I remember one time I tried to check myself into a nut house, and uh, I felt like I was just coming unglued. And I went over there, and I said, uh, do you guys take walk-ins? And they looked at me kind of funny, which was a kind of, that's really insulting, because it was, it really was a mental health hospital. And I'm thinking, is that really the craziest question y'all have gotten? Really? And um, <laughs> so they took me back in there, and they took my wallet, took my keys, took my blood pressure, and I went back and sat down with the counselor for about two hours. I just kind of verbally vomited, you know. And, and finally, this counselor was very patient, and, and she listened for a long time. And she said, well, you're not crazy, and we can't keep you here. And I said, well, can I get that in writing? Because there's some people that really need to see that. And, and she said, no, you're not crazy. You're just burnt out. And uh, she said, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend a book for you to read, but you're the guy to write it. <laughs> and and I started thinking about that, and then she offered. She said, "Look, we've been getting out box lunches. We got one left. It's it's tuna fish. You want it?" And I said, "Yes, I do." Um, so I went out and sat in my car and had a tuna fish sandwich and a and a chips and an apple and a drink. And I thought about what she said. You know, I'd recommend a book for you to read, but you're the guy to write it. I also thought about getting a T-shirt and said, "I tried to have myself committed, and all I got was a tuna sandwich." That's awesome. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd sell those or not, but but I thought about what she said. Okay, well, what would I write a book about? Would I write a book about dealing with the uh, the healthcare issues, with uh, learning how to give injections or dealing with doctors? Well, those are important things, and, and those are significant issues, but those are those are one and done. I mean, you do, you do it once, you got it. I mean, I don't need somebody to tell me how to give an injection again. I mean, I, I figured that out. Insurance companies... It's really not that hard to deal with insurance companies. You take the emotions out of it, and you deal with it from a mathematical standpoint. You know, you they bring a, a gun to a fight, you bring a calculator. It's it's just that, you know, and, and that's how I've won all the appeals that I've won. Uh, so what's the real issue for a caregiver? And I started thinking, writing to myself, and I wrote to that young man who took on a, a medical nightmare with armed with little but nothing but love and, and a little bit of smarts and a goofy sense of humor. I mean, I'm kind of the William Hung of healthcare. You know, I've had no formal training. <laughs> that's awesome. And um, uh, thank you for getting that, by the way. That's that's a beautiful mercy laugh that you just offered. Hey, I'll tell and, you, um, I, I loved, I loved William Hung. I've always uh, there was somebody. God, what was it? There was somebody fairly recently. It was like a sports sports deal and i made some comment and i said he's the william hung of whatever and nobody knew what the hell i meant well, it's the shebangs I, you know, guy here, from here American we are Idol. together you and i we, we are tracking we are simpatico in this <laughs> so so i um uh i thought about what well what would i say to myself uh at that 20 i was 22 years old when i fell in love with gracie and, and asked her to marry me and and dumber than a box of hammers and and um you know, but what would I say to that young man? How do I prepare him for what's coming down the pike? And and I started going through this comprehensive list of the health, the emotions, the lifestyle, the profession, the money, and the endurance of a caregiver. And you spell it all out, and it says, help me. And and I read my own book. I mean, it's my book is so easy, you can read it in the bathroom. I know I wrote it there. And it's it's not a complicated book, but it's comprehensive. And it, and it I speak fluent caregiver. And I understand what's going on. I understand the drama. I understand the heartache, the frustration, the fear, what I call the fog of caregivers, which is the fear, obligation, and guilt uh, that we all, all of us as caregivers live with. Every caregiver struggles with uh, the three I's. We lose our independence. We become isolated. Uh, we lose our identity. Ask a caregiver, how are you doing? 
and that caregiver will say, well, we just got home from the hospital, or she's not doing well, or he had a bad night. But caregivers have a very, very hard time speaking in first-person singular. I, I hurt, I'm tired, I'm struggling, I'm terrified, I'm angry, I'm, I'm you know, just hacked off, I'm pissed. I, it doesn't matter. Whatever comes after the word I, now we can have an honest conversation. And let's see if we can get you to a place of safety where you can catch your breath and make better decisions. And this is my journey. This is I, I read my own book. I listen to my own radio show. I, I, you know, I do all these things for myself because it's a, it's a marathon. It's it, it's about sustainability. It's not about somehow just fixing it. And okay, well, we'll just we'll just kind of hold our breath while while we deal with Daddy, and then when he dies, we'll get on with our life. No, this is our life. And it's not necessarily a bad life. It's just challenging, and it comes with a very specific set of challenges. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Peter Rosenberger joins us. He's the author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver, Encouraging Words to Strengthen Your Spirit. And he's with us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com here on our Tuesday edition of our big broadcast. Now, um, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book? Well, I want them to have a path to safety where they can navigate through the quagmire that is this journey and have a path towards getting a place where they can um, catch their breath and make better decisions. Uh, And part of that path to safety is learning to raise your hand and say, I need some help. One of the landmines in my book is the seventh one is, is thinking that it's all up to me. And as long as you think it's all up to you, you're going to end up you're hurting yourself and, and others with you. And so one of, one of the, the, the things that I want caregivers to get out of this is that, look, there is a way that you can navigate through this in a calmer, healthier, and, and dare I say it, an even more peaceful manner. But it's not going to come, uh, you're not going to be able to white-knuckle yourself through this thing. It, it's not going to be a situation where you can just, you know, uh, think that you're going you're gonna to just, tough it out. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to ask for some help, and I want to help caregivers understand what help looks like, identify that help, and then give them the vocabulary to ask for that help, and then infuse them with the courage to ask for that help. And then I want to help non-caregivers understand how to talk to a caregiver. Don't, don't, don't go to a caregiver and say, hey, let me know if there's something I can do for you. Well, now i got to think of something for you to do. You know, I mean, don't, don't do that. There's specific ways, like, you know, hey, i got a guy that cleans gutters. Can I send them over to your house, you know, and, and get, get that gutter clean for you? I'm at the grocery store. You need something? You know, don't, don't just um, <laughs> bring, a, bring a meal. Uh, that's fine. But think about this. I had a, a lady that was taking care of her very, very sick husband. And uh, she worked up the nerve to ask somebody at church for some help because her car broke down. And, and, and she, um, uh, she went up and asked this person and she said, you know, I need some help. And, and the person said, Oh, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to bring you a meal. Well, she's like, well, I appreciate the prayers and I appreciate the meal, but I really need help with my car. It won't work. And, you know, and I'm thinking about that with, with, folks, I said, you know, don't be a tuna noodle helper. I mean, don't just bring a tuna casserole. Offer to help with something that's practical with it. Yes, meals are great, but high-starch meals don't necessarily get everything accomplished here. And so uh, you, you, it may just be a situation where you know a mechanic who could help them. 
And it's all about sustainability. Um, it, can I sit with you while you take your loved one to, uh, while, I mean, while you go to the doctor, can I sit with your loved one? Because 72% of caregivers don't even go to their own doctor. And that's, that's not a good thing. So this is something I want you and your listeners to, to, to just kind of start thinking about and, and think, okay, there's a way to do this. And over the holidays is a particularly good time. And now everybody's going to gather together this week, and they're going to invariably, I mean, everybody's been talking, I don't know if you've been following this on the track on the news, but people are so afraid to talk politics over, over Thanksgiving dinner. But I'm guaranteeing in a many households it's going to be about caregiving because they're going to start seeing loved ones that are getting older, more feeble, and so forth. And one of the things I want people to remember over Thanksgiving, look, it's a dinner, not an intervention. Have a great dinner, make some mental notes, and then when, th- when the drama settles down, then you maybe can have a conversation about, about some things that need to happen for mom or, or so forth. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Joins us live here in our broadcast, Peter Rosenberger. He is the author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver, Encouraging Words to Strengthen Your Spirit. He joins us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Now, um, how is President Trump handling this issue on this uh, public health crisis, this this opioid uh, situation? Well, um I think that, first of all, I applaud him for getting involved with it. It's a, it's a big issue. It's a huge issue. Believe me, it's so huge. It's fabulous. It's so huge. And, it, you know, and I love the conversation he's having with it, but nobody is talking about caregivers. Nobody mentioned that. I mean, it was like the forgotten demographic of, 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 of this particular crisis. And it's, um, if you show me a chronic pain patient, and I'll show you a caregiver. There's a caregiver there with them. I have picked up millions of dollars street value of opioids for my wife over these three decades. I've talked to a lot of pharmacists, a lot of doctors, surgeons, nurse practitioners, so forth. No one has ever said to me, hey, dude, we're putting a lot of chemicals in your wife's body over a long period of time. You might want to get some counseling for yourself. You might want to see a support group for you. This is going to be a rocky journey, and there's some things that you would benefit from engaging in this community. Nobody ever said that to me. No one. And I thought, okay, if, if and I'm, you know, college-educated, articulate, we got my own show, author, and so forth, and nobody's bothered to say that to me, are they saying it to anybody else? And I'm kind of wondering if they are. And so I'm saying it. And, and I am, um, am, am wanting to interject at least this one demographic because we're the ones that are holding it. And now think about this, too. You got a caregiver all of a sudden has a bad back because they've been lifting and doing all kinds of stuff. Well, maybe their loved one won't miss one lower tap. Maybe they won't miss one oxycon. You know, and all of a sudden it starts that way. Now I've never done that, but I but that's not saying that that's not happening on a regular basis. And um, you've got also you got family members that are taking care of or paying somebody to take care of their loved ones. And they've got a paid caregiver who helps himself to some of mom's hip medication because she broke her hip. So she's got some, some kind of opioid. And that caregiver said, well, you know, she's not going to miss it, you know, and she'll help herself. I had a, we had a lady steal some, some opioids from my wife. And so we, this is happening on a regular basis. And if you don't engage this demographic of caregivers in this opioid issue, then I think that you're missing out on it because it's not just some guy named Rooster selling this stuff behind the dumpster. 
I mean, this is in our homes. It's in our medicine cabinets. It's everywhere. And the more we educate ourselves and have a dialogue about it, I think the better off we are. And so I, I applaud the president for going after. I really do. I just would, would you please include this group of people in it? We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. Peter Rosenberger is with us. He's the author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver. Encouraging words to strengthen your spirit. He's with us today here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes for your loyalty. Now, um, this this book that you've put together is an incredible, incredible book. Um Tell us a little bit about some of the reviews and some of the feedback you've gotten on the book so far. Well, every everybody that's read this book, this is a caregiver, and you can go see the reviews out on Amazon yourself and see them. Um, but everybody that's read it has said, oh, my gosh, you're speaking my language. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one. And and that's the most rewarding thing I can hear because it, it I'm penetrating into that isolation that caregivers feel and that they struggle with and they and they and that just absolutely paralyzes them. Um, and and we'll take them down dark paths. And so this is this is what I'm doing. And I wrote it in simple languages. I, you know, I, like I said, I I wrote it for myself. What am I going to say to myself that's going to sustain me on this journey? I'm not trying to come up with some kind of you know uh, caregiver hallmark card. I, I need to go after this thing aggressively. I, I'm a, I have a second degree black belt in hop keto. It's one of the things I've done for myself as I've journeyed along this was to 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 push myself into martial arts and self-defense has taught me a lot of things. First off, you have to value yourself and um, you're not going to protect what you don't value. And too many caregivers don't value themselves. And so what I'm on a mission to do is help these caregivers realize that they're, they have worth. They have value in them themselves. God has not abandoned them in this thing. You know, he said, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear to evil, for thou art with me. Well, you know what? Sometimes the valley of the shadow of death is a long valley. And, and, but he hasn't been, he hasn't abandoned us, and, and, and this is not some kind of punishment. It is what it is. My wife had a car wreck. She lost both of her legs. It is what it is. But it doesn't mean our life is over. It doesn't mean that we can't live life large and, and have a great time. It just means that there's going to be some, some bumpy roads. So when people read this book, that's what I'm telling them in this book. All these things, to, to take them by the hand and say, look, let's, let's come over here where you can catch your breath a little bit. And that's what they seem to be responding to. So I'm very grateful for that. And you never know. I mean, I got people, and I, I put out a CD um, last year, it was called Songs for the Caregiver, and I play just, I'm a pianist, I've been a pianist for 50 years, and I majored in music, and my wife is a really no-kidding singer, and she sings on about half of these things, I mean, she's she's a real singer, and uh, I love her voice, that's what that's what just drew me to her, and, um, and we just did a CD that's just very calming for folks, plays a lot of hymns that we love, that are meaningful to us, and people are playing it now in hospice, I'm hearing and just letting it be the soundtrack of their loved ones stepping into eternity. And uh, and for that, that's very deeply meaningful to me. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live, Peter Rosenberger with us today, author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver. Encouraging words to strengthen your spirit. He's with us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Now, uh, you, you've put this book out there. It is uh, absolutely amazing. Um, give us kind of uh, some of the elements that you uh, drew upon to develop this book. 
Well, I just went back and looked at my own life and thought, okay, what are the what are the landmines? And the reason I know these things is because I've hit every one of them. I'm kind of the crash test dummy of caregivers. You know, if you could fail at it, I failed at it. And so what I did was I learned from these things, okay, what what's the teachable lesson here? And I go back to the things like the three eyes that caregivers do with that isolation, the loss of identity, and, and the loss of independence. I remember one time I was playing, my pastor asked me to play at church as people were coming in, just to create a more of a reverent atmosphere for the church. And I was playing these hymns that I've been playing all my life, but I was so used to playing them for my wife, and I was hearing her voice in my head, and I started playing just the, the harmonies around her, what we call in Nashville, the changes. And I was just playing the changes around it, but I, but she wasn't singing. So nobody knew what I was playing. I was just playing great chords, but not a melody. And I, and I realized that moment I'd lost my own melody, and I had to go back and retrain myself to play the melody songs, and I had to go back and discover my own voice and speak from my own heart. I had to learn the melody for myself as this. Um, and those are, the, those are the kinds of experiences that I've drawn on for this. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on iHeartRadio. Peter Rosenberger is with us. He is the author of Seven Caregiver Landmines and How You Can Avoid Them and Hope for the Caregiver, Encouraging Words to Strengthen Your Spirit. He's with us today here on our big program. And, of course, if you want to get more information, check out caregiverswithhope.com. That's caregiverswithhope.com. Also on Twitter, Hope, the number four caregiver. And, um... Peter, before we let you go, uh, what's next for you as an author? Well, I've got a couple of things I'm working on, and um, I, I'm really excited about this. And I'm, I really wanted to speak on some things more in the faith world, uh, dealing with uh, pastors and so forth, and helping them and better engage caregivers. A lot of pastors are going to be dealing with this, so I want to be able to do that. And I've got a new book I'm working on with that. And then the big project I've been working on is taking my show syndication. And... Uh, I'm on a iHeart station in Nashville that we just went syndicated on, on 13 different stations and five states. And then I have a thing called Your Caregiver Minute that plays on 260 stations. And we're just trying to grow and add it uh, because I want to, again, the caregivers are isolated. And I want to reach into that isolation and let them know that they're not alone, that they're not, you know, that they're not abandoned and that there is some real hope out there for them. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll talk to you soon. It means a lot that you've used your time here today to talk about this issue. They're hurting. I can help, and I'm glad that you, you allow me to do this. It means a lot. It really does. Definitely, and I'd love to have you back, my friend, because the, this book Anytime. is absolutely amazing. I appreciate it, my man. All right. Definitely. Happy Thanksgiving. Definitely. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Peter. All right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it, brother. That is Peter Rosenberger here today here on iHeartRadio. Here today, here. No wonder they didn't hire me out there with Dan Gaffney. Dan Gaffney, the big star. I wasn't going to talk about him today. I just couldn't resist. He's Dan Gaffney. He's the big deal. He's the big radio star, the big radio man. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the world famous. Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast.
Across the U.S., Ameristream Restoration has been helping families who have been victimized by natural disasters for 19 years. With their home and business dry-out services to prevent mold spread and kill bacteria safety, safely and effectively. Call 641-295-6722 or view them on the web at AmeristreamRestoration.com. Most recently, the Ameristream team has been heavily working with families in Houston, Texas, and the difference between receiving real expert assistance versus hiring anyone to help after the flood is highly apparent to all that they help. Sadly, many are not aware of how high the water wicks up the walls, and they don't always know how much of the sheetrock and cabinets need to be replaced or even where all the actual damage and mold is. Many people have tile ripped out that does not need to be ripped out and have suffered with extra expenses because of not receiving actual expert help. Call them today, 641-295-6722 or AmeristreamRestoration.com. We'll spell it for you, A-M-E-R-I-S-T-E-A-M-R-E-S-T-O-R-A-T-I-O-N dot C-O-M. Tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 